True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. The Third Eye Nothing has created more confusion than the enlightenment of the third eye. When it's active, it sees beyond the earthly realm and across spaces that are unimaginable. There it is, that word that trips almost everybody up when the third eye is activated. Am I truly seeing? Or am I imagining things? Certainly, we'll get into that in a minute. The gift of the third eye, like all spiritual gifts, I suppose, provides for a true insight. Or is it considered a curse? Like all aspects of humanity, these two conditions do exist and they will continue. Your choice to spiritually see versus an insight you shouldn't have, is a dilemma. And we should address this first before even beginning into our topic. For if you believe that you shouldn't see, why continue? If you do want to see, why limit it? These two questions are stumbling blocks for most everyone in their true desire to see. What about you? In the True Connections with Weston Jolly podcast, Seeing Things Differently, episode 17, I talk specifically about how safety affects your vantage point. If you haven't listened to that podcast, you may want to listen to it now because it's foundational to what will be covered here. Let me ask you the question, is it safe for you to see? It's been my experience that people want to see what they want to see. Certainly, this is true in using our physical eyes to see, and it's also a pattern often observed in seeing with your third eye. While seeing what you want to see is enormously common, it is exactly the opposite of what I want to present. My thoughts are, if you want to use your physical eyes to see, why spin it? Today, there has never been more spin or challenge to your perspective, and ultimately, this is a good thing. For example, the world has accepted the idea that we need to have someone else listening or seeing for us. Perhaps this started with Moses supposedly talking to God because the people were too afraid to talk to him directly. Fast forward to today. While we have the ability to watch, listen, or read the full account of what someone says, we find people in the middle telling us what was just said. For example, if a president of the United States offers a State of the Union speech, there are all kinds of people who act as intermediaries to tell you what you've just heard. If you have missed an event in today's world with the smallest of effort, you can watch it again anytime you wish. This is true for politics, as it is for any other kind of presentation. I guess the concept of someone relaying what they saw or heard is valid, if, in fact, you can't actually be there in person to hear them for yourself. But like the Hebrews at the base of Mount Sinai, if they wanted to see and hear the message directly from above, they could have. If you think that this is impossible, consider how easy it would have been for God to speak from a burning bush from the top of a canyon so that everybody below could hear. Seeing with your third eye is like this. You either are going to see what you want to see by making things up, or worse, you're going to listen and repeat what other people supposedly have seen using their third eye 
and regurgitate what they've seen. This isn't using your third eye to see. And I need to be very direct about this. If you want to see directly, then you're in the right place. My purpose in presenting this podcast is to induct a few fundamental concepts in opening your third eye to the truth. And when I reference the word truth, I absolutely do not mean a perspective. Truth, for our purposes of definition, is eternal. And if that word resonates, it's because it's a commonly used term for God or source. If you want to see, as in if you really want to use your third eye, why color it? So I'm going to offer you some quick but very strong little hints to opening up your third eye. But before I do, I want to quickly address some challenges in opening your third eye. The third eye is like opening up a portal. Normally, you have an inkling of what you're about to see before you actually see it in using your physical eyes. This works because one scene blends into another. When driving along the 101 coast in California, for example, the sights are smooth and continuous. Seeing with your third eye can be a lot like this, but lots of times it isn't. This is jarring because your mind doesn't know what to do when scenes aren't smoothly connected. Therefore, be warned that seeing with your third eye may or may not initially, and I repeat that word, initially makes sense. If you stay open to it, it will. If you really want to open the portal of your third eye, you don't want to control what you see. Just let yourself see. This sounds easy, and of course it is, but it may take a little practice. Your mind is designed to create physical association to things that you're seeing to assist your brain in processing the information. In opening up your third eye, we're going to allow the brain to be present, but I'm going to encourage you not to use it. This is by far the hardest part. How do you not use your brain when seeing with your third eye? And it's a really great question, so let's jump into it. The information you're accessing goes beyond your brain. Accept that statement and come forward. Your first step in seeing with your third eye is to soften your eyes. What this means is you don't want to use your physical eyes. Some people might instruct you to close your physical eyes, but I won't. This is what I mean by softening. As a quick example, I was once enduring a very long conference call for business, and I was playing with the curly pigtailed telephone cord. I was extremely bored, and I was twirling the cord from the base of my telephone handset to the base of the phone, when I kind of <laughs> self-hypnotized myself. Believe me, I wasn't trying. I was just bored. But in that moment, I kind of slipped through a portal. I was looking at the pigtail cord with my eyes softened and the reality of what was before me blurred and I could see beyond my physical eyes. This scared me and I quickly reacted and immediately pulled back. Yet, I had discovered something. So my first point in opening your third eye is to blur your eyes <laughs> and to make sure that we're on the same page. I'm not talking about putting suntan lotion to your eyes to make them blurry. Just soften your eyes so you're really not using your eyes at all. The third eye is quite unlike your physical eyes. If blurring your eyes as a concept doesn't make sense, let me offer you another approach. If you were to lie on your back in bed and hold your eyes open with fixed concentration looking at some detail on the ceiling, you'll find at one point they soften. Your eye muscles will tire and you may blink. And while you can shut your eyes, I would still prefer that you hold them open and look beyond the spot in the ceiling that has now become so totally boring to your mind. 
As this portal opens, you'll see. If I close my eyes during this time, I can actually see an eye. Exactly like an artist would see a close-up of a physical eye. You can see every detail. I now can see it too, even with my eyes open and active. But this took some practice. Our next point is to let yourself see the truth. We've already talked about this, but for whatever reason, and especially with clairvoyance, there's a desire to revert back to seeing as you would physically with your eyes. I need to detail this a little bit more so you have a greater understanding of what I'm sharing. An opening to clairvoyance allow the visual representations to come forth just as they are. Candidly, it may feel a little different and not having reference points to things that you're seeing. It's not really that weird because every night when you dream, you process just like this. So, me asking you not to use your mind to interpret what you're seeing is as natural as dreaming. If you think of it this way, you'll have less resistance, and that's clearly intended. Let me offer you an example. When I first started my automatic handwriting, I couldn't help but see. I wasn't trying to see. It just happened. When you read, you can't help but see the images too. But that's a different path because you're actually using your mind to create the images. Using your third eye to see and allowing the universe to be the reference point for all interpretation is essential. Let me expand seeing with your third eye. When you open your third eye and see, you want to allow source to be the means by which everything is processed. This can feel a little awkward, I guess, in the same way you might interpret being put on a breathing machine. Normally, you're accustomed to breathing on your own. And using this example, there's another source, the machine, that does the breathing for you. You're accustomed to using your body as well as your mind to process. Using your third eye, you do not want to do this. I'm asking that you let go of these physical components and let all of these images of your third eye be processed by source. I'm making a distinction of outside of your body. However, I'm not suggesting source is outside of you. Source within you isn't limited to your body at all. Source within you recognizes your body, and if there is ever a confrontation or competition put forth by your mind or body, Source within you will politely step back. Not away. Source just allows you to create the separation a little or a lot as you choose. In seeing with your third eye, you want to wholeheartedly invite Source to do all of the leading. When you get used to it, it won't feel awkward at all. In fact, it will feel preferred because you can actually see things as they are. This will automatically start happening if you're using Source to process what you're seeing. What do you see now? Do you want to share it? Drop me a comment of what things you might be experiencing at the bottom of this post. Don't be afraid, because after all, this is the whole purpose in opening up your third eye. Now for the third point. You should expect to relearn how to see. Learning to see with your third eye is a lot like learning a new language. There are many similarities in learning a language. But there's only one in using the third eye, and that is the images themselves. By the way, I should talk about this. Seeing clairvoyantly can be a lot like flipping through an old school photo album. Each image is separate, and in referencing our newer digital world, each image is its own file. There's also the ability to see film. This can look like a movie trailer. 
It can also look like a short film. And then there is seeing with your third eye that feels like you're in a three-hour-plus movie. Principally, it's all the same. If you go to compare notes with someone else, they may have preference in seeing standalone images. If you see film, and a friend of yours who's practicing using their third eye is seeing different, appreciate it. Don't think that you're doing it wrong. There's no such thing. Just keep practicing. Before we go on further, let me share that all images are the same. Every film that you see is a still set of images that have been strung together. To be perfectly honest, these images are generally shot and projected at 24 frames per second. Again, this allows your mind to create the process of the illusion. I share this so you can understand how your brain processes a stream of images. But what I'm really interested in teaching is how you can access source to process these images without using your mind body. <laughs> Don't worry, you will get used to it. Remember to practice. The fourth point is not worrying about the thought that you'll have at one time or another, which is, are you imagining things? It's after you've opened up the portal of seeing that the mind will kick in and insert fear, doubt, uncertainty on every level. This is to be expected, but don't pay attention to it. I want to offer some clarity on the question. Am I imagining this? Versus, am I actually seeing with my third eye? Imagination is when you project something into your mind to see something that you're looking to create. For example, if I ask you to imagine painting your bedroom purple, you can probably do it. The difference in seeing with your third eye is that there is no imagination or projecting. The images actually come to you. I will admit this definition gets a little confusing the more you come down the road and seeing with your third eye. But in the beginning of opening yourself to see clairvoyantly, allow this definition to stand. As you progress, I'll offer you some expanded direction concerning these details. In summary of this induction to see using your third eye, the four points we've covered that will enable you to see are 1. Soften your eyes. Loosen up your physical senses so you can go beyond your eyes. 2. Let yourself see the truth. This means that you use source, not your brain, to process what you're seeing. 3. Expect to relearn how to see. Clairvoyance is a language that will take time for you to reacquaint yourself with. 4. Don't worry about the thought, am I imagining things? Let the clairvoyant images, either in still pictures or moving pictures, come to you. As I love to encourage you to play spiritually, has there been anything that you've been seeing with your third eye while listening to this podcast? Let me know by making a comment in the comment section of this podcast post. It's fun to share, and mostly it gets you out of the closet and committed with your third eye. Using your third eye is much more real than what you've been seeing, <laughs> and there's a whole lot to talk about there. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you'll be back to listen to my next podcast. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review, or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection, and it's a tremendous help to others, too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. 
Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.